0: This episode of the Golf Game of Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at win and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your deposit up to 100 bucks. at sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure you don't forget to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks, and podcast. All right. Welcome back, DJs. To, I don't even know if we're doing a quick preview of uh, the debacle over the weekend. Uh, but it's, uh, it's time for the memorial, baby. An actual good tournament. It's your boy, Boston Capper. Got to golf himself, Steve Schirmer. The special
1: guest, BK. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Uh, it's been a long time coming to be on an actual podcast with Steve. Um, So I'm glad, you know, we could join together. He is obviously my boss. So, you know, I got to show up tonight. I got to impress. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll definitely be uh, correcting you on your
2: grammar uh, and passive voice usage tonight, too. No, I I honestly was trying to think of a reason to get out tonight, either seasonal allergies or, you know, my kid was sick or anything like that. But no, unfortunately, I just got to sit down with you tonight. So I guess I'll just suffer through it.
1: Isn't the kid is sick, like, just like the best excuse? Like, isn't that like half the reason why people have kids? Is that you just have an excuse to get out of everything? So you can use it so much, but then
0: you're like putting bad karma out in the air. And then, True. You know True. what I mean? Okay. And then, then you All really right. get the sick kid, like, and then it's really miserable. Like, depending on the age of the sick kid, like, you don't want to, you don't want to play with fire when are like a toddler or a baby. Like, that, that's not uh, playing with fire.
2: No, no, the, the, the play is I can't find a babysitter. That's, that's, that's how you get that's out of stuff.
0: Sorry, don't everybody watch my kids. Don't you have an eighteen year old? Yeah, yeah, she's busy too. Sorry. Can't
2: come. Exactly. Yeah. I
1: don't know where she is. So. Exactly. all right, so Kershaw, how was uh, how was your Memorial Day weekend, buddy? Anything uh, exciting? It was good. Um, you know, I like the three day weekends because I get to drink and watch uh golf on Sunday. You know, normally I you know, I don't drink on Sundays, you know, gotta get into the re- week on the right foot. Um so I'm glad I had like half a sweat. On Sunday, coming down, I had Davis and HV3, and, um, you know, it was obviously disappointing, but obviously you guys know, I think there's, like, a misconception out there as to when, like, an outright is, like, a bad beat or, like, they should have won, like, just because someone's leading on the 12th hole of a tournament does not mean, like, they're going to go on to win or that, like, you should be upset that they lost. It's ridiculous, the things I see on Twitter and the DMs I get. Like, if that happened on 17 and 18, okay, that's one thing. But there's a lot of golf left to be played at that point.
2: Yeah, especially because, like, it was really difficult coming down the stretch. I think every single hole after hole 12 played, like, significantly over par coming down the stretch. So, I mean, listen, who among us hasn't gone 33-45? You know, on the back nine and everything. Yeah. So, I'd be I'd be doing fucking catwheels if I did thirty three forty five. Okay. All right, well there you go. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, that was uh I, I didn't see most of Sunday. I did catch uh some of Varner's uh collapse and uh you know, it is what it is. So he didn't yeah, put so. up his position though.
1: Like I I know he's not gonna listen to this, so what does it matter? Was Nagels right? Like, is no. Nagels right? No, he's like not I don't know no, really. No. Like that was kind of a tough showing. Um there's some, you know, some evidence there that uh he is not the closer. Yeah, no,
0: that, uh, no, no. I mean I would agree with that. The fact that he I so I was in Universal and like the kids were napping, getting ready to go to the pack, and me and Andy were texting back and forth about HP three, right? And you know, he tripled that or whatever he did when he four putted. I was like, this is fucking gross, like whatever. And then all of a sudden, I get to the pack and I check the thing, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? How was my top twenty bet torched? Yeah, like, yeah. like that was the most amazing. That was the most amazing thing. Like I don't, that you can be pissed about, right? Not winning is yeah. one thing, but to be at the top of the fucking leaderboard on hole twelve. And blow a top 20 bet. That is, I'm, I'm irritated with my
2: boy. Yeah, and you're right. Listen, he's just not a closer. He's just not. I know, I know he blew, I think it was plus 250 for me. So it reminds right, me when Bryson, I think it reminds me of like when Bryson was first and Tory Pines. he went to 13. I think he finished outside the top 22. So anybody who had that, that we, that, that is the worst. So I, gotta, yeah, I, I, I was I gotta,
1: on the top 20 there. It was, you know, we were on the trifecta <laughs> there. All of us had the ticket. Yep. Uh, but you know, that's, you know, you get over these things. It's ejected not Ejected from, ejected
0: from draft games.
1: Completely ejected. But what I was most mad about, was that when Davis Riley had that one-shot lead, this guy DMs me, and he sends me, like, three Davis Riley tickets, like, cropped and everything. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, like one, I don't care. Like, I legitimately don't care. Two, like, don't send that to me. Like, that is just the worst juju karma mush thing you can do. And, like, why are you sending it to me? Like, it's just ridiculous. And I told him right away. I said, dude, like, thanks for, like, just ruining this for everybody. Like, And it's the 12th hole. It's 12th hole. Just as a side note, do you think
2: it's like Kai just listened to, like, our golf gambling podcast and then let's talk about, like, when people send us stuff and then all of a sudden we think that that, like, triggers, like, something in motion? Like, it is bizarre, though. I think it just, like, makes us... I just I think it just makes us more upset and frustrated because just golf can just be so random volatile that we just look at anything to blame at that point. But I I mean I, I bet that's I why, that's, him. why yeah,
0: that's why I stay out of slack on fucking Thursdays if I have any first round leader live I don't even go read anything because I know somebody's motion something somewhere. Stay off of Twitter for the most part, like like I just because you're right. I got listen. It, it's ridiculous that we think this, but whatever. I think it, so it is what it is. Like, I yeah, don't want to be.
1: Mentioned. I think he still ejects, but like, you just don't put that energy out there. Like, act I mean, like you've been there before. I want that like,
0: asshole announcer. There's been no ball out of bounds on this whole all fucking weekend. Thanks. Thanks for telling us that. Like, I don't yeah. care, man. He already fucking put it out of bounds. Yeah, I had I him care. and HV3 and completely ejected me on fucking, out, out of any decent money on fucking Sunday on deep.
1: Yeah, so very- I, I want to, I want to talk about Sam Burns for a second because. Yeah. This kind of goes back to HOMA at um, Wells Fargo. And there's two simple questions you can ask yourself when going through the outright board. Is this a good number and do they win? And both times with HOMA and Sam Burns last week, they were both good numbers and they both win. And none of us were on it. So I think sometimes we overcomplicate things. But I think those are two very good questions to ask. And it turned out to be profitable over the last month.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know I did. I, I said on the Sunday preview, I really like Sam Burns this week. And did I bet him at all or that anything? No, I didn't. I'm not sure where the where went wrong in the process, but I just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, at the end of the day, he was seven back heading into Sunday. Like, and usually, I think over the last two years, it's only happened three times. Someone more than five has ended up winning. But And up until those last two putts, Scheffler made that were over 10 feet for par,
0: He made like 28 feet of putts the fucking whole day. Yeah. He just couldn't putt. I mean, it was really, Scheffler gave it away. Like he didn't choke it away. He just gave it away. Like he wasn't, he didn't putt good on Saturday either. Right. So. All
2: right. Why don't we put that to bed? Why don't we transition to, uh, the memorial? So Kirshner, uh, I know your article is going to come out tomorrow. It's a great article. It's going to kind of summarize exactly what you're looking for, but, uh, can you just tell our audience just what you're looking for this week as far as guys that you want to fill your DFS lineup with?
1: Yeah, obviously this course is a, a complete test of golf. You're going to have to be immaculate from tee to green. Um And, again, this is another course we're seeing. We're kind of on a run of these where it, the winning score is not going to get – I don't think it's going to get over minus 15. So guys that can avoid bogeys, save par. And I think that a lot of the courses and stuff that we've seen recently are kind of a good barometer – of like this week, there's been a lot of difficult bent courses. Recently, we have Wells Fargo, we have the PGA Championship, and we have last week. Those are all bent courses. Those are all difficult tests. So guys, obviously, that are playing well. Um Recently, you know, obviously, you've talked about it. It's been out there, but these fairways are a little bit forgiving, but there's obviously thick rough, so you can kind of get away with a little bit more off the tee, but these greens are super quick. They're small. They're surrounded by rough. And it's just going to be a really tough test. So, you know, again, guys that kind of just have played well recently on similar types of tracks and difficult tests of, of golf.
0: you have any thoughts of course history, seeing how we play here every fucking year?
1: Well, I mean, again, you just want to bet that you, you give the reasons that you want for the specific guys. There's some guys that have excellent course history that I, I want to bet, but... At the same time, there's some elite talent that haven't shown that they can kind of do it here, but maybe that can change this week. But there seems to be a a lot of repeat winners um, at Mirfield. Cantley doesn't count as a repeat winner, but it's fine. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, Tiger doesn't either, because he's been a repeat winner in a lot of places, too.
1: Yeah, to sum it up, I'm just looking for, like, Tiger comps. Kind okay. Of, oh, actually. perfect. Like, he's played well here, so yeah. I just kind of, guys that are like Tiger kind of yeah, work for me. Litted throughout. I mean,
0: yeah, littered throughout, especially at the top of the board. Rom, Tiger number two, obviously.
2: That's why we pay you the big bucks at SGP to give me hard-hitting analysis like that. Give me the Tiger Woods type. So <laughs> okay. why don't we take our first break, and then we'll dive right into it.
0: All right, listen, so you guys get to make sure you get down on wins, $50 to win $200 bet promotion. Where $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bet plus win bet casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to a G. And all users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg or longer build-your-own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer during the NBA playoffs, whereby Celtics are going to the finals to probably get their doors blown off by the Golden State Warriors. The match is coming to the win, and you can bet on it on WinBet. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are minus 200 favorites over Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes at plus 165. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download WinBet or visit wynbet.com to get started today. The offer is subject to change. In terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state. Where the playthrough WinBet is available, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
2: All right. Well, I kick up $10,000 range. We got to start with John Rahm at 11-1, Roy McIlroy at 10-9, Patrick Cantlay at 10-7, Kyle at 10-4, Xander Shopley ten two. 10-2. So, Brian, our very special guest, why don't you kick it off tonight? Who's one guy you really like in this range and one guy you're
1: fading? This is uh, – I think this is a really tough range this week. Obviously, there's a case to be made for all of these golfers. I wrote up Xander. Now, here's the thing. I was looking on Fantasy National. I don't think I'm alone in thinking that Xander is the best play at the top at 10 I think given his price point and his course history and how he's been playing, like I just think that a lot of people are going to kind of want to save a little bit of money here and play Xander. So I expect the ownership to be high. But again, he's finished top 15 in his last three starts here. Steve, you did your article um, you know, over the winter about you play Xander on difficult, long, bet grass golf courses. So it checks out that his results have been great here. And then again, his last two starts, fifth at Byron and thirteenth at the PGA, um, you know, gaining a lot of strokes, ball striking, and he's played well here. So Xander, again, I think that his ownership is going to be high, but I believe that he's the, the best play in the in the ten K range. Okay. Fade, I I like it. No, you know this fine. I, I I can't really like I can't really give a massive case to fade anyone. If I had to pick someone, I would pick Colin Morikawa. Obviously, he's been going through a lot of difficulties with the putter recently. Um, you know, obviously lost in a playoff here last year. But I don't know if he's the type of player that can just flip. I switch on the putter, and this is going to be the course that he's just always going to putt well at. Something seems fundamentally uh, wrong right now uh, with Collins' flat stick. Okay. All right, Capper, what about you? So I like Xander, too. I just want to point
0: out that – you now I know outright is different than DFS, but you literally said bet guys who win. Do you consider Xander a guy who wins, Brian?
1: No, I I don't. But, (laughs) you you know, know to start your DFS line, I will not be betting him outright, full stop. Yeah. But, uh, as your first guy in, get a couple of 9k guys in there. I, I think it could work.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that. So I like Xander too for all the reasons that he said. Um, I mean, he's obviously 11th in approach. He's real good around the green. His courses are here. You can't ignore, right? I, I mean, it's almost. These are the courses where we're able to be able to see what guys have done in the course. I know it went through a modification last year. Um, but he did well last year with modification too. So I'm not worried about it. He's, he's nice and comfy here. Um, uh, another guy I like since you already talked about Xander is I'm going back to the well with Cantlay. Uh, I don't think, any, I don't think a lot of guys are going to play him just because he looked so bad, uh, at the PGA championship, but he looked okay at Heritage. He's got an unbelievable course history here. Um, asterisk win, uh, another win. Uh, and yeah, I mean, look, if he's going to come in anywhere between like 10 and 13 percent, and, you know, maybe even lower, depending on how people want to build this, how comfortable they get with some of these guys in the sevens as the week go on. Um I'm willing to go back uh to Cantley. And as far as a fade, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I can never figure Rory out, so I'm going to fucking fade Rory. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Uh Kirshen, while I respond to Morikawa, and you're that can't just turn it on. So let's look over some results the last couple of years with him. So... The two tournaments heading into the WGC workday, Jack Nicholas, by the way, he lost 2.7 strokes per round putting over in Dubai. He lost another 1.8 per round at Riviera, came back the next week and won. Uh, we have him at the Scottish Open lose 1.8 per round there and they have winning the open championship the following week. He lost in three straight tournaments heading into the 2021 memorial and they have finishing second there. So you know what? There is something I think too that he gets on some of these greens that he's more comfortable with. He can turn it on. And I think I, would, I was just kind of committed at this point that I was just going to bet Morikauer play Morikauer regardless of what happens. Week so he have been hitting the ball fine. He's been very good at some of these Nicholas trash. The ownership is not crazy on him either. I, I thought it was going to be a little higher just because of how that narrative of Nicholas and and never, you know, just play those guys. I'm just going to play him. And then I think my fate is Rory. I'll expand a little bit more on my coach's <laughs> punting on it. I mean, look, it, it's – It's difficult to fade. Like, there's I'm nitpicking a little bit as far as, like, you know, it is important to keep the ball in the fairway here at Murfield Village. Rory is most inaccurate of all these guys. He's been riding a lot of his recent success in his iron play and around the green game. He's actually about field average in his career in strokes game approach at Murfield Village. He's losing strokes around the green in his career there too. So maybe this is kind of a situation where, you know, Maybe some of the momentum gets, you know, stalled a little bit. Maybe it's like a T eighteen finish and at ten nine, I don't really want that. So
1: um I guess that's my fate in this range. So so what about the fact that this is not a major? Like, I feel like that has to work well for Rory uh this week. I mean, he he's due for a win. It's not gonna happen at a major, so like <laughs> why not this week? I, I feel like that that could be something working in his favor. I love it.
2: I mean, I'm just looking at his career results. He hasn't had a top 10 here since 2018, and it's just – listen, it's a, I'm picking this. I know he's been very good. I'm just try, It's. – I'm trying to eliminate a guy in this range, and he's the guy like the least, and I think he's, like, the second most popular. So that's my fame in this range. Okay. All right. Let's move down to the $9,000 range. Capper, why don't you kick it off? What about one guy you like, one guy you're fading? So, I mean, this, I'm just going back to Hideki. It's the same reason that
0: I trust Cantley. Like, he is, he's, Boss striking's fine. Uh, I just don't know if he's healthy and if I'm going to get an ownership discount on him. He's still sixth in approach on the field. His around the green game is underrated. And he's good out of the sand. Um, he looked like shit at the PGA, but he got the bad draw. T3 at the Byron Nelson, 14, uh, at the Masters at a course that he's got a top 10 here. I think he came in sixth, uh, 28? 2019 um, yeah man I mean look it's just a matter of guys around him are going to suck up all this ownership like Fitzpatrick's not going to stay as low owned as he is Shane Lowry's going to be fucking uber Chuck. Um really I was bet- deciding between Will Z, Hovland and Decky and I can see a case for all three of those guys and I just decide I mean I'll, I'll have a little bit of all three of these guys but I, I like Decky the most okay. who are you fading in this range I'm going to feed my boy Lowry. Uh, it's, uh, I hate it, but if I, he's going to come in at 20%, Shane Lowry at 20%, I know he's been playing good and his worst has, has been at the, at the PGA, but I don't know. What's his course history here? It's,
1: it's, it's, it's yeah, okay. the top five here last year.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, don't I think know. that was
2: his best career finish. That
0: yeah. Game. I don't know. It's just a feeling on him, man. Like listen, I back, I back Lowry all the time. And, uh, I just, I can't get there at 20% ownership. I just can't. When I think I, can get, Sanjay, I think is going to, less next range, but I think he'll play well. Um, and I think he's going to get overlooked, sandwiched between Lowry and, and Young. So, I mean, Lowry could be what the second or third highest, if not the highest on play on the slate.
2: Possibly. It's, it's, it's looking that way. So, okay. All right. I mean, I was. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that Hovland's ownership is so low. I mean, we all want to knock him for the round the green game. And, I mean, it's valid. It's trash. It's disastrous. I, I guess why I might like him a little bit this week is, A, he's not generally popular. lot of popularity. This was a guy like three months ago that I think everybody w- was dying to play. I mean, he'd won three times in his past five starts. Um, what, I, what I think I like about Hovland this week is so – notoriously in Murfield Village, it's very difficult around the green. And I can recall back at Bay Hill, no one was getting up and down. And maybe that brought everybody down to his level a little bit as far as, well, he was hitting more greens than anybody. He was hitting the ball better than anybody. The fact that it's just really difficult, especially out of some of these bunkers and out of this really thick rough around the green – you know, I mean, maybe that's going to give him a shot. If you look at his career here, is he's actually about field average around the green in his career at Mirrorfield Village. He hits the ball great tee to green there. So, and I know he's got that third place finish. It's the Workday Charity Open. I know that was a little different course setup. It was a little easier. But, I mean, conceptually wise, it's still like keeping the ball in play. He can do that off tees. He's actually very accurate. He's a great iron player. If it plays difficult around the green, kind of like what it did at Bay Hill, maybe that's not so bad for me He kind of get a good finish. So I like him. And then my fade, it, it's Cam Smith. I think he just doesn't like this golf course for whatever reason. So it was an over-a-stroke tee degree in his career, Murphy Village, in 16 rounds. Maybe it's because he's really inaccurate off the tee and hitting out of that deep ryegrass rough gives him trouble. Never really hit his irons very well here either. Really bad around the green, too. He's losing about half a stroke per round around the green in his career, and he just never really putt well at this place. And I know he's a different player right now, but some guys just have golf courses they don't like that fit their eye, and maybe this is one of them. So I'll just fade Cam Smith.
1: Yes, yeah, Steve, I think the, the Hovland take around the green, I think that's very valid. This place has proven to be one of the most difficult um, around the green tests uh, on tour, so I think that kind of neutralizes uh, things a little bit. Cam Smith, like you guys know, I love him. I know Capper loves him yeah. because he, he's cashed just some tickets. <laughs> yeah. I like fun again fundamentally. DraftKings. I, I don't know if I'll be there, but I have to bet him. I have to bet Cam Smith after such a immaculate ball striking performance at the PGA Championship. Like I just think the same thing happened with Cantley last year. He hit the ball really great at the PGA, uh but his result wasn't anything amazing and uh then he comes out and wins. But in in theory this should be a pretty great course for Cam Smith and I don't know why it hasn't been in I think his that- career.
0: I think it's just cause he's, he's wild off the tee. Even when he wins, he's wild off the tee. Think about coming down the stretch of TPC on, on 16th. I 16. know, but
1: these fairways are a little bit more forgiving. Like that should play into his hands. And I don't know if the Cam Smith is wild off the tee, like how long we can keep that going. Like given how well he has been driving the ball. Um, yeah. and he was really great at the PGA driving the ball. And he talked about it in this presser about how he focused all week. On trying to be more straight off the tee and not have as much distance. So I don't know. It, it, it seems like it should be a good spot for him, but I just think how well he hit the ball. I just have to bet him outright just as a, just so I could sleep at night if it didn't, (laughs) if it didn't work out. Okay. Um, but I would say my favorite play. In the 9K range is going to be Zalatoris. I'm going back to him. He's a bad ex girlfriend, but I don't <laughs> care. I'm ready to be hurt again. Like, I think this is a spot that going forward in the next five years, this is going to be a course that he can excel at. A longer test, a lot of approach shots over 175, fast undulating. Uh, uh, bent greens again I think there's something to it with him um, on these fast undulating bent greens and honestly I think that his ownership is going to be a little bit lower and subdued this week given the fact that he burned a lot of people at the PGA and he's off a miscut on a course that in theory should be A good spot for him. But again, we're talking, you know, I like quotes. I like a narrative. He talked about a lot how upset he was at the miscut, at the Byron Nelson, and that got him angry, and he started working on his putting a lot more. So again, a difficult test, winning score minus 13. I think that's kind of an event he can win. Um, a lot of long irons. I like him um, with those, obviously. And I think I'm just betting on the fact that over the next – he's only played here once, 2017, throw it out. It was a while ago. But I just think this is a spot that's going to line up well for him um, in years to come. Fade – can't fade Lowry, obviously. I think this might be a situation where everyone's saying he's going to be – I don't get it because on DraftKings outright – He's like 20 to 1, but he's 9K flat, a clear misprice. So I don't think that works in favor for his ownership this week, given how he just shouldn't be $9,000. It makes no sense. Yeah. Right, I, yeah, so listen, I guess I don't like fading Lowry. Like,
0: I, I love Lowry. I like to root for him. But as a straight ownership play, like, if he's going to be that chalky, like, I can, I can move on and find somewhere else. And before we move on to this, right, Steve, you're not talking about Fitz. You're not talking about your boy at all. No one's talking about Fitz.
2: I mean Are you I mean, slow playing I mean, this now? I'm, like I don't get no, it. No, I'm not I'm not slow playing. I I didn't bet him out, right? I mean, I think he was 28 to 1. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think I'm just I don't know. I might it might be a positional for me. Maybe if I get you a good
1: top 20 number on him, but otherwise uh, I I don't like I don't know what event he's going to win. Like I I don't don't want to overreact, like like, I don't want to overreact a thing, but I just, I don't know if he's going to have a better opportunity to win a golf tournament than Wells Fargo a couple weeks ago. Like winning score minus eight. He's in it. Not a stacked field. Wasn't going up against any super elites. I just. You know, again, if the winning score is going to be a little bit like – like, Steve, where do you see the the winning score um, at this week if you had to give a a prediction?
2: Well, I mean, I think it it depends on if they're going to get some rain this week. I didn't see a whole lot of wind in the forecast either. So I think maybe – I mean, I know Cantley got it up to, like, 19 under a couple years ago. I don't know if it's going to be that high because I think some of the changes they made by lengthening it made it a little difficult. Maybe 15 under. Is my guess fifteen sixteen. I don't. I don't think it's going to be all that difficult. I mean, remember last year, like Rob was at what eighteen under.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah. he, I don't know maybe he maybe gets a couple shots back. and He finishes sixteen. Cantley finishes at thirteen. Yeah. So I, I think like mid teens probably.
1: Yeah. I, I just I don't know if Fitz, like, can do it. Like I I just, I just don't know. So I, I'm not. I would rather bet a lot of and play a lot of guys in that range over fit. So I guess he would be my fave, but I don't think he's a bad top 20 or top 10 play nope. because I'm sure he will be there. I think he's okay. a good positional
0: player. I just wanted Steve's take because that was his boy. and When it looked like he was going to win the other week and he didn't bet him outright pre-tournament, I was just in hysterics laughing.
2: Yeah. When that was the only guy that fit every <laughs> single criteria to me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. you got to be fucking kidding. So. All right, why don't we take uh, another break, and then we'll
0: uh, start breaking down the $8,000 All right. Well, listen, you guys already know about Sleeper. It's the fastest growing platform, uh, fantasy platform, with millions of players. You probably already use a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine, the Dynasty League effort. SGPN. It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like, and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly you can win anywhere between two and over 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason I'm excited about the over-under app on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride together. Stop what you're doing and go download the Sleeper app and play the new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So on the mobile phone, uh go join our listener group league Group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Can I just, can I, can I just comment on the playoffs here real quick? Um, so Kirsch, are you still watching this? Yeah. Okay. So this has got to be Gary Bettman, right? Like I have never seen this many penalties called on a home team in a game seven. Like they, they want and they want the Rangers to go through because they know bigger the market conspiracy the market bigger yeah.
1: market. I mean, yeah. it's just clear as day, clear
0: as day. I don't know why I didn't see it. I don't know why I didn't see it. Tough, 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 tough. tough scene. Tough scene. Gary Bettman joining the NBA with fixed games. Awesome. All right. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, Steve. Go ahead.
2: That's fine. All right. Back to the $8,000 range. So, you know, we're going to two guys. be like one well, guy. don't. So kind of similar to who were we talking about that? We couldn't figure out why they hadn't been very good here. And like it, it's like Cam Smith. Cam, Cam Smith. Smith. Okay. Yeah. So you kinda can say the same thing about Sung Jay. I think I figured out why. Because conceptually you want a guy who keeps the ball in play off the tee. And then you want a good iron player, a good scrambler, typically is Sung Jay. So I dug in a little bit to his course history as far as what ailed him, and he hits his irons like dog shit here for whatever reason. I think he loses a ton of strokes, I think his last three I think he has three appearances here or maybe four. Um Really bad iron play. I looked back at how he was trending in those tournaments leading up. He was struggling with the irons in most of those tournaments leading up to it. So maybe, like, I don't think this is a golf course where you're going to figure things out with your iron. You're just going to suddenly click. Um, Coming into this one, though, he's in his irons a lot better. Maybe that is what he needs to actually do a little better here. Because everything else, I mean, he gains off the tee historically here. He gains around the green here. He struggles with the putter, but that also can be, you know, like putting. We've seen bad putters or guys struggling with the putter and can turn it around. That has been the areas we, he's been struggling recently in. I think he gained, what, like nine strokes to green last week and lost with the putter. Yep. So I am banking on it. It could go either way. Maybe this just is a golf course that just doesn't fit his eye from the fairway. Could be. Maybe that's why he just always struggles. Maybe it's because he's always been struggling coming in. I'm going to bang on the fact that he's hitting his irons pretty well his last couple of tournaments, hitting the ball great. Maybe I can turn around. And he does have a win on Nicholas. I mean, he won the Honda Classic, so I'll go with that. Um I mean, I have nothing bad to say about Cam Young. He's drawn a lot of ownership, and I like him a lot this week. But, I mean, I think Davis Riley has been almost as impressive over his last like month or so as Cam Young has. just churn out top 10s. Gaining a ton of strokes tee to green. I guess his one weakness is around the green. That's technically, I think, over his last 50 rounds, um, about field average. But he's gained strokes around the green eight of his last ten events. Um, a comp course, at least per data golf, that they like as far as, like, similar types of guys and similar things that they value to do well is Innisbrook, and he lost in a playoff there. I think he's going to do well this week and keep it rolling. I know that's Kershner's boy. He wrote him up last week. I'm probably going to expect that he's going to write him up again this week, maybe. So I like Davis Riley, and I think he's about half the ownership of Cam Young. So I'll go with that. And then I guess my fade, I mean, I'm sorry. I lost my page. (laughs) Um, Probably Corey Connors. I mean, the Corey sister here is kind of meh. The irons have been trending down for a while. That's actually now – It's, it's not quite liability territory, but it's not quite as good as what he used to be. Uh, he's never really been very good around the green here. So I think just with that, I think he's going to drop probably like 10, 11% ownership just because this guy's like, Oh, he's, he's accurate. He's going to hit a lot of fairways. I guess it's the guy I don't like in this range. So that's my fate.
1: I I love it. I want to say that I think Corey Connors will finish dead last this week because I've been going in, I've been going back and forth with Andy and my friend. They're like, Corey, Corey Connors is not the play this week. Sixty to one outright DFS. I don't like it. He made perfect sense last week, uh two weeks ago, uh at the PGA championship. Was not great. You got the bad um, wave, man. Bad. He was bad in a bad draw. wave. I don't care. He was like literally <laughs> like actually like plus eleven, like something's oh, wrong there. Terrible. So I'm good on Corey Connors, and Steve, I'm glad that that you have a very hard stance on fading Corey Connors this week because that's what you said. It was a hard stance. You are going out of your way to fade Corey Connors this week, right? Yes, I am going out of
2: my way to fade Corey Connors. (laughs) Love it. Let's go. All right, Carson. what about you? What are two guys you like and one guy you're fading?
1: Alright, so I'm definitely playing Seamus Power. Uh I really like the results that I've seen from him in his last two starts. Uh seventeenth at Byron Nelson, ninth at the PGA. He gained in every single category um at the PGA. Again, another long difficult bent course um I like that he had the week off last week um and you know he's shown up to big events like it was his first masters um, that he played in you know made the cut finished top 35. Uh, really nice showing at the PGA championship. Kinda was in a lull after that kind of meltdown at Pebble Beach, but he's been a guy that has proven that he can consistently top twenty. So at AK flat, that's a no brainer for me. I really like Seamus Power. Um Cam Young, you know, again, I think he's going to be popular, but he really he was, you know, he was chalk at the Wells Fargo and he definitely paid it off. Uh he was like 14% uh at the PGA, but again, I think a lot of people thought he was going to be a lot more popular um than he was. But, I mean, just the pure ball striking numbers from him are just fantastic, and I'm just hoping that he's going to win soon and that he's going to figure out the putter and that he can putt well enough to win this week and maybe get a, a breakout win. And, again, I think that... uh I, I like that he had a little bit of a, a week off. Davis Riley, see, does it concern you. He's played every event since the Mexico Open. He's young.
2: However, I mean, <laughs> do we ever not play Sungjae for that reason? Maybe but he's the, the same not, guy.
1: But I, Davis, look, I actually I think he will play well. But was the team event the week before Mexico?
2: Yeah, yes. I guess so.
1: So yeah. he's so. Team event, Mexico, Byron, PGA, um, what, Charles Schwab, and then this, that's six events in a row. Um, I'll talk to his trainer. I'll try and get a little bit of inside info if he can keep this going. Um, but six events in a row is tough, but, uh, so I'll have to fade on that specific reason is that he has played too much golf recently. Wow. You are hopping off. Oh boy. No, he's like, he won't win this. Before. Something you have
2: absolutely no idea about. <laughs> he, can,
1: he, uh, he can't keep it up. His, his like, um, white blood cells and stuff, they just, they aren't where they need to be right now. So uh, I'm a little bit worried, but ownership play makes total sense to play him over. Okay. Mania. All right. I'll give you that. All right. Capper, how about you?
0: Uh, So I'm with you Steve on Sanjay For all the reasons you said man Uh, I like him a lot This week his ownership is still gonna be down Even though he showed out last week you know I was worried about him coming back from uh, COVID he lost almost three strokes by I don't give a shit about that. Like, he hit the ball really well. Um, and if I can get him around 10% ownership, um, he's great at gaining, uh, gaining greens and regulation. Like, his irons really do look sharp. Uh, so yeah, I love Sunjay this week. Uh, and I'm going with Homa too, man. Like, Homa probably might end up being a little chalky, but I mean, we talk about hard courses. I mean, he's got two wins on very hard courses, right? And he's great on the approach play. He looked blah at, uh, at the Schwab, but just won the Wells, looked good at PGA um yeah i i I don't i can't make a case not to play him um i just i can either you guys make a case not to play homa on a tough course with ben greens and that he wins tough golf courses he wins tough golf courses with stiff competition
2: well i mean listen he's been hitting the ball good he hits the ball his ball striking numbers at Murphy village historically been pretty good um yeah, I don't. Really different know. player now, right? He's a different player now. Like maybe now
0: he finally believes himself. I hear guys talk about it all the time. I don't know if that's something that maybe he said in an interview that I haven't heard. Like maybe he didn't have the self confidence to think he was like, you know, I mean, he, like he was a good enough golfer to be here. But I mean, Christ, he has to know it by now, right? Like he has to know that he's he's a top tier golfer at 8,700. He's the same price as Cam Young. He just won three weeks ago. Fuck out of here! Like I'm taking I'm taking home all over Young all day. Okay, all right. I mean, what about a fade? Uh, so I'm with both of you guys on Connors, but I'm also fading answers because, uh, I, yeah, fuck it. He burnt me last week after I was like, all right, he looked a little healthy at the PGA and there goes regular old answer. He's going to be, hold on, three,
2: three percent A answer. Fine, 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 fine.
0: Uh, all right, fine. I'll fade Neiman. Okay. Mr. Can I, can I talk
2: about the Neiman thing too? Cause that was sure. another guy. So he's, progr- he, I think he has a top 10 here back in his first appearance. He's progressively gotten worse and worse. Yep. And I think it's because he's been adding a lot of distance off the tee and maybe sacrificing some accuracy. That might be maybe a little bit why his results have kind of suffered a little bit. I mean, he's always said his iron's great here, but he has been slumping with them over his last couple of tournaments. Maybe that's not enough to overcome, and I think he's drawn 14%, 15% ownership. Yeah, 14%. Um, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's enough to fade.
0: And he's 105th in fairways gains, and if you're off the fairway here, you're
2: fucked.
0: So <laughs> fade fucking mean.
2: All right, seven thousand dollar range, Kershner. Why don't you just give us like three or four guys you like in this range?
1: You know, I'm gonna ride Cooch. Uh oh. he, He's been playing decent. God damn! Like, it. why? Why can't old man Cooch play well? I know Capper hates when I bring this up. But he he has made a few cuts recently. No, I was you know, I was gonna I'm on Coocher too. That's why I'm like, God damn it, now I gotta find somebody else to talk about. You know, he's <laughs> made a few cuts recently, had some top fives, had the week off after the PGA, uh excellent Around the Green player, that might go against uh Steve's kind of theory. Um that Around the Green game's kinda neutralized, and maybe that kind of plays into why Cam Smith hasn't played um Unbelievable here. So I think Cooch um, is a good play. Um, I think Cam Tringali can always make a cut. He's a guy, you know, you just put him in. He'll probably be in the six to six, uh, pretty low floor. Also like Tringali on difficult golf courses, was good at the Zozo, uh, was decent at the farmers. So I think that he has the potential to just get a guy through. Um, someone else really in this range. I don't have anyone super. That I'm super high on, but Hoagie, I think this is a horrible golf course for Hoagie. Um, I know he was very popular last week because it was just like a kind of a short positional, uh, golf course, but I think he kind of reverts back to the form he had after his pebble win. And again, I like Hoagie on a a shorter course, um, where he has a lot of wedges in. I don't know if that's going to be the best spot, um, for him. So that would, that would be my fade in the range. Capper, what about you? What are three or four guys you like?
0: So I'm with, I'm with BK on, on Kuchar, man. I mean, he was on a, he was on a little heater there, uh, for a minute before he got basically T-50 at Wells Fargo came back at, at, at the Byron. And I mean, the fact that Kucher even did as well as he did, uh, at the PGA, um, wasn't a testament to, to what he could do. And this is a course he could definitely win at, at 10% all day. Um, and so I, I, I gotta think he's gonna be super fucking chalky right? Like Chris Kirk, like he's going to be uber chalk, right? So I think I'll just wait to see on that, but this is obviously, he's got a good course history here, just T15 and T5. So he's going to be very popular. Um, Aaron wise. I mean, where is he going to come in at? He was everybody's favorite dialing, like moving in and he showed out well at the PGA, uh, T6 at the Mexico open does everything pretty well here. He T6 here, uh, last year at 7,500. I like that. Um, I can never get I can I can never figure out your man. So I don't I, I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I can get behind that. But hey, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to it. So here, here's my question. Do I go Lahiri or Fowler? Ricky. Ricky, you think so? Yeah, Ricky. He's got, showing it, right?
1: Ricky's got some good course history. Courses. Uh, yeah, DC course. He, uh, he was 11th last year. Yeah, and that was shit Ricky. Well, it was after the PGA, but still, he still he straight. tends to to play well on this course. Obviously, has a couple top tens back in the day, but 22nd and 2019, 14th in 2018. I th- I think Rick can uh can get do some damage this week. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So I'll I'll go with him over Lahiri. Maybe I'll leave Lahiri over uh, uh for uh for another uh top 20 bet.
1: Yeah, uh, you you can only play Lahiri in rainy TPC courses.
0: I mean, I don't know if that's true. Uh, he he T6 uh, at Wells Fargo, T-15, uh, and oh, Mexico. Well, okay, but hall, Wells Fargo hall.
1: was a rainy TPC course. Oh, that's so fair. I, I that's, got so yeah, That's fine. Yeah, and Mexico uh, Open was players. not. So, yeah, I, I'm only Valero? on the uh, Valero. Valero, T-13. No.
0: Mexi- but it, Mexico Open, T-15. It wasn't a
1: top 10, so.
0: I said top 20. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you could, he only plays well on brainy <laughs> TPC courses. Fair enough. Large so, sample size on that.
0: One. Large, huge sample size. Uh, I'm avoiding my boy the ear. Oh, and by the way, oh, I meant, I can't figure out, there's a worse picture of my band Lucas out there. Um, and I can't remember what app it was on. Uh, I was, oh, I, it's on, uh, the, uh, what's the, the Mayo One and Done. Holy shit, his picture is terrible on the Mayo One and Done. It's worse than his PGA picture. Just want to put that out there for everybody. Want to go get a giggle?
2: Wait a minute, hold on. So you don't like that Lucas Herbert won on the Euro Tour or the Irish Open at Jack Nicholas Course last year? No, because it's not going to be windy and rainy, and that's when I played. It Lucas wasn't Herbert. windy and rainy there. I don't know why you. Let's didn't go. Say that. The score was 19 go. under that week.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. He, listen, I was right, I was, I, I was right on him on, 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 PGA. I only picked my spots with him. This is not a spot I'm picking. I'm just
2: busting your balls. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's still he did, bad. He off. did do, he did do well here, I think last year though. Oh, did he? I thought, yeah. I he did okay. Might have. All right, go look at him up. Go look him go up. All through. right.
0: Give your, give your losers.
2: All right. All right. Thanks. <laughs> um, listen, I don't care if Patrick Reed's chalky. This is Patrick Reed. Oh, yeah. Like this isn't like fifteen percent Johnny Vegas. This isn't like fifteen percent <laughs> like Seth Like this is fifty percent Patrick Reed. And I was on him last week at hundred to one. He he was in the mix for a little bit, kinda of broke my heart over the weekend, but let's see, his iron's pretty good. Like, you know, we always know he's good around the greens here, putts well this place too. This actually is a golf course that he's actually has gained a lot of strokes off the tee as well for whatever reason. Maybe right. just off, you know, off the tee kind of fits his eye. Always sits pretty well tee green at this place. I'm going to keep riding him even at 7,900 bucks. Um, I threw up my mouth a little bit. I didn't like this range at all. I threw up my mouth a little bit. I kind of gravitated towards Ricky and then you guys started talking about him. That means that actually makes him feel worse. Um, <laughs> well, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> well, look, like the course history is pretty good. I think he's got what, like, Four top twenties in the mm-hmm. last five or something like that. He's been hitting the ball a little better lately. Um, I mean, he, his iron and ball strength kind of went to hell last week. I don't know if that's kind of a sign of things that come like with bad work all of a sudden. But listen, top thirty at the PGA, top thirty at what Wells Fargo. I don't know. I mean, I'm so not I, playing him.
1: Don't worry. I was just trying to get okay. get some get some good vibes over to Capra. I am not all playing with right. him. All right, so he, he, he's sub
2: ten percent. He's, he's at 7,200 bucks, we finished in the top 40. I think you're happy. And I think that's kind of reasonable for him. So I'll play him. And then Capper, what do you think about Seawood this week? He's in. Oh, hit I the like ball. Him. Okay.
0: Hit the ball. Okay. Yeah. He's, his course history isn't terrible.
2: It's fine. He's got some yeah, top 20s yeah, in to the last. It's fine.
0: I just, like, we used to like him for his ceiling, right? Well, he top 10 to you last year. Yeah, he did. I mean, what, what I'm worried
2: about is he was doing well for. A while and then last two starts is cut T60. Is this like slumping blow up? I'm going to withdraw halfway through the second round because I'm playing like shit see That's, blue, that's or always, like, that's always the case. Is this see, like, I'm going to grind out like a top 30 finish on a course I've been okay at.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, he's been bad since fucking since April. Yeah. He's been okay. bad since April. I mean, listen, I don't hate like putting him in some, but if I'm like single or three entry, uh-huh. thank you. I'll pass. All
2: right. I mean, I guess at that point, do I eat the chocolate with Aaron Wise? I don't know if I want to do that.
1: I uh, Okay, Aaron Wise, like, the thing is, is that, like, I think at most you're going to get a T-35. Like, at most. Like, I just feel like he never finishes strong. Like, he never finds his way into the top 20. And, again, $7,000 guy, I think that's fine, the T-35. But I just – following him and just seeing where he is on the leaderboard a lot, like, I just – do not see the upside normally. I think that he'll find his way into the top ten early, and then just kind of consistently fade um, over the weekend. What about Jason Day's ownership? He because he for
2: a, for a few years he was really bad at Murfield, but actually the last couple he's been decent. Although I'm looking at that 2020 number, that's when he had that like weird period where he just was really good for about three months, and then I think I heard again. And I don't know if I want to go back to him. All right, I might have to keep digesting this range a little bit. I know I like Re- I know I like Reed. I think I like Ricky, and then everything else I'm kind of befuddled what to go with. So,
1: Steve, what know. do you think about? I know you're not on Twitter, so I just kind of like want to give you like some inside info. As to what going on? A lot of P Reed U.S. Open 125 to one buzz going on. What are your <laughs> thoughts on that? No, I I, I don't know <laughs> if I like. That for Brookline. Okay. You don't uh, like it just a scrambling bastard?
2: I guess I could see it.
1: I mean, quick, look, quick like I, early, like quick early, like who do you like for Brookline? Like right now. So, like, all right. Okay. I,
2: I will say this and maybe this is an embarrassing thing. i will probably get an angry text message from Andy Lack, but there was a little bit of Beth Page vibes. I got to looking at Brookline and just kind of like how aesthetically where where some of the greens are just kind of like on an island, just kind of yes. just like in an oasis of just rough and fescue and bunkers and, and yeah. elevated. Yeah, Exactly. So, and I know he's, he won a fast cup event there, but I guess maybe I could see it. <laughs> like, I mean, it would have to be like, like everyone is struggling with the ball striking that week. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he would need really firm conditions where all the balls are running out to the rough, and then everybody's missing greens because nobody's able you know, to out. But then at that point, maybe i want a power hitter. I don't know. I, I guess I would have to digest it a little bit. I I kind of could see it, though, but I don't know if I'm there yet. And I don't think the number is going to move, unless he does something this week, I don't know if the number is going to move past, like, 75, 80
1: at that point. Yeah, I way. mean, but you picked him yeah. in your 7 kit spot. Like, he's going to play well this week. Okay. Uh, All right, well then I guess gonna get something going. I guess I'm monitoring the odds then. (laughs) All right.
2: Okay. Uh, why don't we take our break and then we'll finish out, uh, DFS pricing.
0: <laughs> all right. sounds good. Listen, uh, we're also brought to you guys by athletic greens and their AG one supplement. So what is in this stuff with one delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. The special blend of ingredients help support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things and it costs you less than three bucks a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over seven thousand five star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supp- supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, all you got to do is visit AthleticGreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
2: Okay. Hey, let's go dumpster diving. Uh Capper, kick it off. Who are some guys you like in this range? All right, so Rom does well here, right, Steve? Oh, fuck.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I, I don't mind Palmer here, man. He came in second two years ago. He's been playing okay. He hasn't been playing great, but he's been playing okay. He's 6,900. It just matters his ownership right now. He T5-ed at Byron Nelson, T40, um, last week at the Schwab. Like, whatever. I'm fine with it. Um, I, I, I guess, who's the chalk in it? Is it Steele? Brennan Steel. <laughs> Right? Like, get the fuck out
1: where, of here. Where, where is that coming from? Of course, it, I mean, not at the PGA?
0: Yeah. Okay. No, just, thank you. So just Ryan that. He's,
1: he's made his last six cuts at Memorial. Yeah. Like, what could go wrong? Like, what could go Ryan wrong with top percent, steel? Brandon Steele. Like, oh, wow. these are the plays that win you GPPs. Come <laughs> yeah. on.
0: Absolutely. So, uh definitely not him. And listen, I, I was barely on Twitter today, and I saw Steele a numerous, like, I was like, what is happening? Like, what, like, I couldn't, couldn't understand what was going on. Um, so I mean, I'm fine with, like, if you want to go, with, like, course history, like, stravel has got good course history. He just got cut, but he fucking blows, but he looks like he's gonna be fucking chalk too. Uh, Doug Gim is a disaster. Uh, Vegas, eh, just cause he's my, like, I, I play him all the time, but he's, he hasn't played here in, like, fucking four years. um, DeGala, like, why not, like, bet the talent at 6500 He played here, got uh, T32 last year. Uh I know he's been a little messy lately, but, I mean, at the talent at this level, I feel like that's a really good price point for him. Um I mean, he's made, I don't know, I guess 57. Yeah, what happened to him over the weekend? He looked a lot better until maybe he had a bad Sunday too. I don't know, whatever, man. DeGala at 6500 and then I went all the way to the bottom of Bo Hogue. Columbus guy? <laughs> Columbus guy, right? And All right. he's got a good course history here. Yeah. Like I mean, he, he's six K. He's six K He T thirteen last year.
2: I mean the unstoppable force of his course history meets the immovable object of atrocious, atrocious recent. Things. But if you actually
0: go look, so here, right? So let me pull it up. Sorry. Oh
2: okay. All right, let's go let's All go right. look.
0: Alright, so if you go look, right, it didn't matter how he was, oh, wait, was this the guy? Alright, so hold on. Yeah, so it didn't matter how he was playing. So last year, coming into the morning before his T13, he had one, two, three, four, five, six missed cuts, and then a 66 at the Byron Nelson T13. And then, the, uh, the other year was the same way. I'm not scrolling all the fucking way down because I got to, yes, you skipped the year, but it's the same thing. He was coming in in terrible form. T13, dude, be 6K. I don't give, like, if he makes the fucking cut, it'll be a miracle. Like, but i whatever, 6K. That'll be fun. Okay, I like to throw one of the like Adam Shank last week who almost almost made the cut, sir. Was, oh
1: yeah, Adam Shank, that was a bad idea. He missed it by one. Yeah, but like just like just close uh, like fucking some of those I, guys. I feel like any time like like okay like a Min Price Adam Shank he shouldn't be Min Price like that's sh- like. Pretty high owned, like that's just a recipe. He was like so 1% says. owned, what are you talking about? Erroneous, erroneous. Erroneous, nothing. <laughs> that, it was not 1%. Oh, let
0: me, let me, I'll pull up my, go ahead, you talk amongst yourselves and I'll fucking pull up last week. Uh, go to the tw- go to the, just go to the 20 max or the
2: 150 mini max.
1: No, I'm looking right now.
2: All right. You want me to just go break right down the six times in hour range, why you guys? All right. Okay. Uh, so we just talked about Brendan still being popular. Um, a guy I kind of like at the same price, Pat Perez. Showed some signs of life last week with a T-12 finish. Been playing, I think he had top 40 at the Byron Nelson, too. Hitting the ball pretty well, to Green lately. and he got He just it turns out a lot of cuts in Memorial. He hasn't missed a cut at the Memorial since 2007. He's made 13 straight cuts there. What could possibly go wrong? So, Pat Perez, listen, he's got like 4%. While everybody's good over the, the weekend, too. He did, he did. So I'll go with Perez there. Um, Danny Willett also kinda has been pretty good. Sixty two hundred bucks here. He's got three top forty finishes. He's hitting the ball okay. He's got you know a T sixteen, the British Masters. Um, what else has he been doing lately? Uh T fifty one at Harbortown, T twelve the Masters, T thirty six to Corrales. I mean he missed the cut of the Byron Nelson, but that was a birdie fest. Maybe they'll you know type of track where, you know, par is a pretty good score, grind it out. Maybe that's a little more scene. I kind of like it with Six 6200 bucks. I mean, Chad Ramey has been okay. He's kind of demonstrating that at some of these courses where you got to keep the ball out of the rough and, you know, in play off the t has been pretty good. I mean, T27 last week at Charles Schwab. He can't really be in that Bermuda rough. That made it pretty tough. T21 at TPC Potomac. That is kind of like a good like comparison to what we're going to expect this week. Uh, so I kind of like going back to Ramey this week. I think he might play pretty well here again. Yes. And then I want to note one thing. So Matthew Neesmith, he should be good here. He's been dog shit. He's missed the cut every single time he's played here in three appearances. I think it's just hard to miss the cut four straight times at a, a tournament you go play oh. at 6400 bucks. Just a hunch he makes the weekend for a 6-6. Six to six. So, yes. all right. Kershner, one po- what about you? 1.97, 1. Kershner, 1.97.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's like 2%. Like, round up 2% min price. Like, you know, people were talking about it. He was oh, getting some juice oh, in the circles I run in. Uh, but it's okay. He missed the cut. It, you know, it, it was a fine play. Um, you totally stole Danny Willett from me. That was like my guy that I, I wanted to talk about, uh, given that he has some pretty great course history here and that he's been percolating recently. So I'm with you on, um, 2016 Masters Champion. Uh, Danny Willett. I I think that's a a, a good play. Um, another guy that I'm just going to ride the recent form. I'm just going to ride his results last week and Scott Stallings at 6'9". He can do it two weeks in a row. He's a very volatile player. Like he goes on a little bit of a run, misses a couple cuts, but then he comes back down, um, to earth. Uh, you know, talked, you know, massively about a a Valspar comp, Steve. 16th there, followed up with a 13th uh the next week you know i think scott stallings he's hungry he he's he's looking to keep his tour card he wants to ride the finisher last week so scott Stallings and danny willett will be my guys down here um in the 6k range and i'll i'll be playing them All right this is St- is the jack dude that used to be good right yeah he has a mustache he dude. he was in like every single bunker last week
0: yeah oh yeah yeah dude yeah he was good out of the fucking bunkers last week got to be good out of the bunkers yeah Tim.
2: All right Alright, outright time. Cursor, you go first. You got any outrights
1: you got laid down already? Yeah, so like, this is like, the ultimate, I'm just betting my guy week. Like, I'm just betting my guys, I'm betting my guys that I've been betting, and I'm betting my favorite golfers this week. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna pick losers, so like, I might as well pick losers that I can live with. So, we're gonna go Cam Smith, 22 to 1, we're gonna go um, Shane Lowry, 25 to 1. We're gonna go, Will Zalatoris, 34 to 1. And then Cam Young, 40 to 1. Find me a chalkier card. Find me a better card. Find me better guys that are playing well right now. One of those is going to win also all with a top 5 on them because I think they will be in the mix. But that's my hour card. Like okay. It.
0: All right, Capper, what about you? I only got three because I was fucking in Orlando with shitty Service. Uh, I'm on Morakala because I, uh, I got him at 24. I got Decky at 30, and I got Will Z at 32 so
2: far. Okay. All right. Well, I also had Morikawa, and you got a better number than me. I got him at 22. Fuck yeah, baby. I, I said I just – I was going to bet Morikawa at – if it was over 20, I was going to bet it. I didn't care. I did the so, thing. There's that. Uh, I also am on Cam Young at 40. Um, I just think he's been playing too good recently. And, like, I noticed, too, I think, like, leading up to – when Cantley won the real win, by the way, not the fake win last year. He had, like, three straight top tens heading into the Memorial, and he finally just beat down the door. Maybe Cam Young can finally do that here. And, you know, he's really improved around the green. He's really improved his iron play, too. Um, What's actually been kind of bad is his putting. Um Maybe that's the case where... You know, like a guy who's maybe struggled a little bit with the putter. I know he gained in the PGA, but he lost a million strokes at Potomac. He lost two billion strokes at the Masters. You know, maybe this is one where he can kind of turn around. Uh, Cameron at 40. Uh, I bet Sung J at 41 to 1, just kind of banking on maybe the fact he's actually hitting his irons good this time around. Maybe he actually put together a solid ball striking performance. 41 to 1 on him. And then I'm considering some others uh I'm considering Havland 24 to 1 just kind of a hunch that maybe everybody just struggles around the green and he just hits a ton of greens and keeps the ball in play and gets out with a putter that's consideration um I have the Zales 35 to 1 bookmarked at this point Bookmarks. I have,
0: mine already got steamed down with. Well
2: I mean I can I can cash out if I want to. I'm probably going to keep it because I I think the number is good I'm a little con- can I say this about Zalatoris? I'm a little concerned that I don't see a ton of success on golf courses where, like, it's important to keep the ball in the fairway. The only one I can really find is Southwind. Other than that, though, a lot of his best finishes have been one where, like, it doesn't really matter if he hit in the rough. So that's concerning, but I think just banking on his talent, I don't know, I kind of like the number. We'll see. Um,
1: chase the wind, like, which is just chase the wind. I know, like, It's okay. I know. I know.
2: Um, <laughs> Mito at 55 and Riley at 60 also are on my radar. I don't know if I'm going to get there on either. So Dude. I'm probably going to add one, maybe two of those and
0: Riley got Riley steamed to shit on both of my books. By the way, one of my locals hasn't updated. I think he maybe he died over the fucking weekend. There's no golf. There's no nothing. There's still a pending balance. I have no idea what happened. Like nothing's updated. I'm frustrated because I go to him for it because my other local hangs even,
2: terrible fucking numbers. Uh, why don't we take another break and then we'll, uh, close out the show. Alright, well maybe he's just use an IP vanish because did you know that browsing online
0: doesn't... Uh, using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without ad security, you might as well give away all your private data. The hackers is your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet. By encrypting 100% of your data, that means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited unlimited devices, including your Fire Stick. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online without using IP Vanish. And they're offering incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free, all you math geniuses out there. IP Vanish, super easy to use, and all you gotta do is protect is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on trust. Pilot, so go to IPvanish.com slash S G P and use promo code SGP and claim your seventy percent savings. That's com slash S G P.
2: Alright. Kirshner, thank you for coming on the pod tonight. we really appreciate it. you got anything to plug before we get out of here?
1: Um yeah, I'll be uh on doing T I B this uh tomorrow night. Looking forward to that. And uh I'll plug my Twitter after Zalatoris uh wins this week by eight strokes. And uh I'll be <laughs> celebrating a massive <master laughs> ticket. So, look, I, I i mean, Steve, what is your take on, like, is he just going to be a major guy? Like, is this close enough? Like, is he just going to be really good in the majors, but eh, in every other event? Like, other than, like, the farmers? Like, do you think this is a big enough event for him?
2: No, I mean, look, like, I think the blueprint is he's got to go to places where... I think his putting deficiencies are a little masked, and this has been historically a place where guys can just go and have a good week on the greens. I think guys have to putt very defensively here. I mean, look, I mean, Morikawa has just as bad putting woes too as Al sometimes, and he gains a lot of strokes putting here. So Al Torres going to have just a good putting. We kind of look at the Masters. I mean, he can do well. I, I, I think. I mean, my concern is just the off the tee thing, like. Guys who tend to do well here tend to hit about sixty percent of their fairways on average. He hits about fifty-five, so that's the only thing I can like. He, I, I, I worry about him off the tee this week a little bit, kind of spraying it. So, but listen, he, he's due for a win at some point. If he drives the ball well, then I think he's definitely live. But he's he's has he's got to drive the ball well this week. Okay. We got nothing else to
1: plug, Brian. Yeah, obviously my article that I put out every Tuesday. I would assume if you're listening, well, that's, to this, yeah, they know that. I'm just I, listen. You're fucking all over Twitter. You got no, all I'm not. The place. I'm not. <laughs> like I'm literally just vibing. I'm um, just like ready for you know the U.S. Open. Oh. We'll plug that Steve and I are going to link up at next year's PGA Championship in uh, Rochester. Oh, oh my all right, that's breaking uh, news. <laughs> I yeah, maybe, I mean, it's like, a, like
2: Raj buddy. It's, I if I will send it
1: down. Uh but yeah, it's like a six hour drive from me, a PGA championship. Yeah, that's a no to see Willie Z win, like I'm pumped, it'll be good. <laughs> uh, Oak Hill is not the place for
2: Will's Elevator. What? Right. Why not? No,
1: it's not. <laughs> Wait, no, like, gen, like
2: generally, what's the vibe of Oak Hill? It's 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 a shorter track, it's narrow, although they did do a lot of work to it. Um it's not a bomber's paradise though. That's definitely more of like a it's like a mini version of like Murphy Village a little bit. So okay, but well, it was, I mean sure. they did take they did take it out a lot of trees. They did do some work to it. Um I don't know. It seems like more like a like a Fitzpatrick like shorterish type of guy.
1: And you think it's gonna play really difficult? Like do you think it'll be playing as hard as Southern Hills or what?
2: I think I mean historically the winning score has been around like I know back in 2003 it was like four under, but that's because it was yeah. mega firm. Uh we got some rain here in twenty thirteen. I think the winning score was like ten under I think some of the changes they made to it, I think around the green, and the greens are going to be a little trickier, but they took out a lot of trees, so that actually might encourage guys to be a little more aggressive off the tee. Doesn't so, it not even
0: matter because it's going to be frozen cold and they're going to move it?
2: Oh, stop. That actually, well, <laughs> that may happen. Okay. So we'll see. But it, listen, it was 80 degrees the week of the, uh it was actually warmer here than it was in Tulsa. Mm, there you go. they played, so there mm. you go. There you go, see. Global warming, baby. Let's go. Listen, global
0: warming works for Florida. I wasn't sweating my balls off until about a week ago. And usually miserable down here. Okay. Anyway.
2: All right, Brian, thanks for coming on, buddy. Steve, anything else from you, brother? No, that's it. Um I'll have actually two podcasts tomorrow. Yep. Uh you won't be here. So I'm gonna have to figure out what to do with those, so uh yeah. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. Uh maybe I'll the guests, maybe I won't. So we'll see. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Exactly.
0: So, yeah, my daughter's graduating high school. Uh so I'll I'll be uh, I'll be out tomorrow night. And uh yeah, other than that I'll uh, I'll try to be on uh Twitter and Slack throughout the week. Uh I'll post, still post my betting article, because uh, my editor's an asshole and constantly rides me about it. Uh so I'll definitely do that. And then uh, other than that, fucking uh good luck tomorrow night with the with the show, Steve. And uh break them fucking books. Let's go.